know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. <laughs> This is if this is the story they are going for. Can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? Everybody, we got a curfew by nine o'clock. You're Odin. Dang, can you edit that out? And now. This is Marvelous Friends. Marvelous Friends. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends podcast. You are now listening to Marvelous Friends. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Marvelous Friends podcast. We are a group of friends who give our honest reviews on all of our favorite MCU movies, characters, and moments. You never know where these conversations will take a turn, so thank you for joining us. Uh, You're in for a crazy ride. Uh, Real quick, go ahead and follow our podcast to get live updates on new episodes. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave a review and we'll give you a shout out and read your thoughts on a future episode. As we begin, my name is Rob, I'm the host of this podcast, and I brought a few of my friends with me. My name is Rinaldi. Elise. We have some MCU news coming up. Okay, before we begin, potential spoilers, y'all. We have a lot of... MCU news coming up. Uh, there's been a lot of news that's been coming up in the past few weeks. And if you've been listening to our podcast, we don't really cover movie news like that. Every now and then we do. Uh, but we figured for this time, since it's the holidays and we really have like two pieces of content coming out, we really want to cover some M- MCU movie news. And so uh, before we begin, potential spoilers, y'all. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Okay. Uh, jump ahead. I'll have some. Some timestamps in the show notes uh, if you want to jump ahead to different uh, points, if you don't want to be spoiled of anything, but you have been warned. Potential spoilers. So I want to turn it to you guys. Fergie's not here with us today. I'm shedding a thug tear, uh, a husband thug tear. Um, but it's the holidays is coming up, and so she's, she's taking care of some last minute things. Um, and so she won't be joining us for this episode. So at least you can... Um, you can cover for her. I have to hold it down for the woman today. Yes, there it is. For there the, it is. For all the Haitian women. For all the Haitian American women. And just them. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you have been uh, sticking around thus far, then you are now ready for whatever spoilers are coming your way. I'll be honest. I don't even know what's coming my way. So even I'm warning myself. And so um, we'll go in this order. Rinaldi, I know you have some news. And at least I know you have some news. We'll go in this order. Rinaldi, if you want to kick us off. With whatever news that you have, what do you got? This news is for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That is the title for the third Ant-Man film, and it is a long title. Uh, Yes. But uh, basically, it's uh, news related to another villain who is going to appear in the film. Okay. I know the um, TV series Loki uh, kind of introduced... Kind of light, loosely, Kang the Conqueror kind of gave us a little tease for him. And apparently he's going to have a, a, a role, a full role in Ant-Man 3. Mm-hmm. But there's he's not the only villain. You know, okay. We also have MODOK 
is going to be really in Ant Man three, and I have a plot twist: the MCU version of Modok most likely will not be connected to AIM because that was an Iron Man three thing. Right. And every time I bring up Iron Man three, y'all get a stomachache. So what they're gonna do instead with Modok is they're gonna use a Yellow Jacket from the first Ant Man and have him kind of mutate. Due to him being uh, trapped in the quantum realm, because apparently he did not die oh, at the end of the first Ant right. Man movie, he was actually, or at least the idea is, he's going to be, uh, he's going to escape, yeah, from the quantum realm and be like mutated, yeah, um, to look similar to Modok. Interesting. Um, there's no details on how. This specifically happened to him, but he is confirmed to be in this movie. Uh, are there any um, any any names like any casting? Like, has anybody been casted? Is it the same guy? It's the same, same actor, guy. Corey Stoll. Wow, so it's the same okay. actor that was Yellow Jacket. Interesting. He's he's he he went from being Yellow Jacket to Modok. I don't know how uh, I feel about that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how. I Did feel you about guys that. think he just assumed he was dead? Because it looked like he just died at the end of the first Ant-Man. Yeah, and my first viewing, I thought he was just dead. And then yeah. the second time I watched it, I was like, wait a second. He's in the quantum realm. Because you didn't see a body. I didn't see a yeah, body. You just I, saw him poof away. He just poofed. He just like crumpled and, and uh, imploded, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And usually if you don't see a body, then that right. means that they're... High chances are they're still alive. Yeah. yeah. Rinaldi and I were just talking about this on a, uh, about a different show. Yeah, that yeah. every time in this show, I won't mention it, but every time in the show, if you don't see a dead body, if you do not see them like die, not like, you know, rubble falls on them and you assume they're dead because what are the chances, right? Yeah. If if I don't see a body, no, they're going to come back later. Yeah. That's that's almost a rule. Just like an end game, like we saw Tony's eyes turn blank. Yeah. We saw black widow like at the bottom of the cliff just mm-hmm. motionless so right this did not happen at the end of ant-man one so i guess it would make sense to try to use that same actor to to play a different version of a character for ant-man 3 interesting hmm. interesting so now it makes me very curious about ant-man 3 because i was i think the most disappointed by um ant-man the wasp out of out of our podcast i was very disappointed yeah. and yeah he's my favorite avenger so it seems like they're doing a lot of world building with this third ant-man movie Mm -hmm. and so i'm I'm curious to see where it goes yeah do you think that they might be risking like too many characters because that's that's two pretty big names you're putting in one movie yeah you know you got modok and then you have king the conqueror yeah and there's just a bunch of theories like are they working together is did Kang rescue Modok from the quantum realm? That's mm. one theory. That might possibly be a better idea is to have him be loyal to Kang because he he got him out of the quantum realm. Okay. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it, it just fits together. It's not too jumbled. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how how exactly I feel about that. It's maybe I'm still on Amen and the Wasp. I'm 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 still. <laughs> There's still some like negative recoil. Yeah. Also, we don't even know what happened to Ghost oh, at all. God. That's oh, a whole yeah. other thing. Right. And then 
you know, Ant Man's uh, daughter is supposed to be uh, stature. Okay. Yep. So, because they're still setting up this whole Young Avenger thing. Oh man. Yeah, man. I have no idea where they're going with that. They, they yeah. <laughs> I know in the comics, um, Stature and Kate Bishop are like really good friends. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we'll see if that happens on the MCU. How about you, Elise? I know you have some news. Okay. Uh-oh. Elise getting um, ready. I mean, I just want to preface. Before we recorded, Elise was very hesitant to share this news because she's like, I don't want to mess it up for you guys. I don't want to. I'm just like, go for it. Because it's some, is it like Hawkeye related? Correct. It's Hawkeye related. Um, I guess it does kind of, yeah. It's it's about a particular character in Hawkeye okay. and uh, her origins and stuff like that. Okay. Um. So, uh, but but people probably know this stuff already anyway. Sure. Um. So my my particular news, which isn't a whole lot, comes from two sources. So, um, GamesRadar.com has a list of just different uh, things happening or things to come with phase four. So I think that this, some of this stuff came out a little bit before Hawkeye even aired. But I am here to talk to y'all about Echo. Oh. Which is, um, there is no date for this yet, mm-hmm. but it will be a spinoff. So as we know, um, episode three Wait, of Hawkeye. Echo? So. As we know, uh, episode three mm. of Hawkeye was called Echoes, and that's when they went into a little bit of Maya's backstory. You saw that um, her as a child and all these things. I know that Marvel fans, they've been buzzing. Oh, what are we going to see Daredevil? Are we going to see Kingpin? All this stuff. And so this right here is a good tie-in. I think we will probably definitely see some things. So Games Radar has a little thing here. I'm going to read this. It says, Echo to be portrayed, so this is this was um, before Hawkeye kind of aired, so it says, to be portrayed by Alakwa Cox, hopefully I said her name right, in the upcoming Hawkeye show, looks to be getting her own spinoff. The character is a deaf Native American who is often seen in a supporting role in Daredevil comics. Maya Lopez, Echo's alter ego, is typically raised by the nefarious kingpin after he murders her father. Um, so there's a tie-in, and then the other thing that kind of complements uh, what's written on Games Radar is on Polygon.com, which kind of goes more into her abilities of being basically similar to Taskmaster, mm. um, being able to having Can this mimic movement. Mm-hmm. Okay, hmm. she has a she has a supernatural ability name, for Echo. that. Yep, and so um, and it talks about some other ties in with some other characters that we're gonna see soon or may. Who knows? We're hoping we'll see. So it talks about um, how she's dated Daredevil in the comics. She became friends with Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was the first person to use the Ronin suit um, and have the identity in the comics. She's she's you know tangled with Elektra and the Hand and has hung around with Moon Knight. So these are people that you know we're going to see at a future point. So she may really tie in some of these people we're looking forward to seeing yeah. in future MCU no, stuff. No, that's good. That's good. What do you think about that, Rinaldi? Yeah, I was thinking about that scene in episode three of Hawkeye mm-hmm. where um, she saw that that black kid do a move to win a, a fight, mm-hmm. and then she did the same exact move. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's an interesting ability. 
and uh yeah we'll see where it goes uh, i don't i wish i had more to say beyond that yeah because I, I yeah i didn't i didn't read a lot of these particular storylines so which is a good thing because i can kind of see it on in the mcu just as as a fresh new idea yeah so yeah no that's at least i'm glad you shared that because that ties it's funny because you know if you guys want to know how we feel about hawkeye so far listen to our hawkeye reviews um this show i I don't want to say it's underwhelming because there's things that happen but then there's things that don't happen and i think we're feeling that way about mcu for the most part their phase four is is kind of underperforming with with the exception of shang chi and and maybe spider-man no way home is going to blow our minds maybe um hopefully it delivers but I think with this kind of stuff, how one character will will basically it could potentially build a whole world of what we want to see, and this is another option to do it. And I think it's great. I think it's great that that they put this character in Hawkeye, and that she has her own show. That's that's actually really cool and connected to Moon Knight. I'm looking forward to Moon Knight. Yeah, and where'd you find that? So. The the excerpt I read is on gamesradar.com. So it has a full list of like what's coming up mm. for phase four. Um, and then if you guys want to know more about just Echo and different relationships that she has and her backstory, that's on polygon.com. Nice. And that that came out uh, s- uh, about a week ago, that, that Polygon article. Nice. Thank you. Nah, that's if- good stuff. If you guys want to get all the information on everything that we, that uh, Ronaldi and Elise just shared on the comic movie news, uh, all the links will be in the show notes below in this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is uh, comic book movie news review and, and and all things MCU. We have more news, but before we continue, uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to a caller who called in and gave us a shout out. And so without further ado, let me go ahead and uh, play that and uh, see what he shared with us. That's dropping bomb Marvel content uh, where, you know, the co-hosts are dropping opinionated, passionate, strong takes. Marvelous Friends is for you. I really enjoy it. Um, Ronaldi, Rob, Elise, and Fergie are, are really passionate about the, their work. Um, they're always breaking they're always breaking down different aspects of the shows. Um, myself, I enjoy how they take certain scenes and point out different things that I didn't notice the first time watching it. Um, and really, they really care about the work from an audio standpoint and also a content standpoint. If you want to enjoy the dope podcast as it is, I would definitely recommend you checking out all this. Thank you for calling in. Um, I believe that was Lennel who called. Um, thank you for calling in and giving us a shout out. I appreciate that you love our podcast. Uh, we definitely do try to break down what we know of the MCU. Not all the time we delve into comic books, right? We we kind of take a more personal approach. Yeah, to how we review. Would you guys say that? Like, yeah, yeah, but I feel like some people learn more. Our podcast is a great way for him to kind of catch up on Marvel content and just learn some new cool stuff. So that's kind of how he feels. Yeah, 
No, it sounds like it. Uh, again, Lennel, uh, shout out to you. Thank you for calling. If you want to give us a shout out and uh, leave a voicemail, you can call the number 617-299-6644 and uh, give us a shout out and we'll play it back for you in future episodes. We definitely appreciate it here on our end. We know that's a lot of hard work. You know, this is something we're very passionate about. You know, um, any excuse really to come together as friends is always a good excuse. And right now, there's very few reasons outside of the MCU that we come together. But this is always a great uh, uh, platform and, and everything. And so um, without further ado, I have two pieces of news that I actually want to present to you guys, um, the, the listeners, and then Ronaldo and Elise. I was like low-key, not low-key, but you know, uh, <laughs> hoping that nobody would share this. So just so the listeners know, when we do this kind of... Uh, uh, approach when we talk about movie news when we talk about spoilers whatever we don't share it with each other because we also want the raw reaction amongst our friends that that's that's a part of what we do i have two pieces of uh, of news this is almost to make up for fergie not being here fergie had some news too but she unfortunately isn't able to make it you know this piece of news that i have the first one comes from ign.com though you can find this almost everywhere else on social media Tom Hardy's Venom will be getting yet another sequel. There will be a Venom Part 3. As producer Amy Pascal revealed that Venom 3 is already underway. Okay. I I just want to read this excerpt from IGN.com. During an interview with Collider, the Spider-Man No Way Home producer confirmed that another Venom sequel is already in the works. She quotes, We are in the planning stages right now, she revealed. But... We are focused on getting everybody to come and see No Way Home. So, that's the one announcement for for Venom 3. Um, what are your thoughts on that? This came out like a few days ago. What are your thoughts? <sighs> Elise. I, oh goodness. I, my knee-jerk reaction is that now I'm fearful how Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be. Mm. Because I was really pumped. Mm-hmm. You know, I was hyped about it. And then I remember we took time to talk about, like, what do we think is going to happen and all this stuff. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you know, okay. We were like, yo, Sony's been trying to do Sinister Six for forever. Right. And so I was like, yo, Venom's got to be that sixth person, right? right? And now I just, now I'm getting fearful about that because, like, what if, they're trying to segue into this new Venom sequel. And it just like, you know, cause I think we've had issues with that before where we're just like, okay, I think you said this in our um, Jessica Jones finale, okay. uh, Rob, where you were just like, you can see it trying to prepare yep. for later things mm-hmm. that it, that now the right, the writing is weird yeah. or, it's, yep. you know, whatever. So I'm like, Yo, what if that happens with No Way Home, which is really like supposed to be super epic? And then it's, I don't know. I just, but that's, I don't even know if my thoughts make sense right now, but like, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel good hearing you say that. Uh, yep. How, how about you, Rinaldi? Um, you're, uh, he got a migraine right now. He's right? got a migraine. This he's looking he like he's got like. some, his uh, eyes are just closed. He's got some, uh, some stomach issues. Might have to take a, a Pepto yeah, real quick. He's wiping yeah, his man. eyes right now. How you feeling, bro? I'm not happy, man. I don't <laughs> want to think about Venom 3. I did not like Venom 2. Right. 
at all. And even like Venom One. Like yeah. did you like Venom One? Like, I fell asleep during Venom One. See? Yeah. I was thinking about all kinds of things. I mean, if you listen to that review, mm-hmm. I was on the highway, man. But Yeah, you were on the highway, I remember that. Venom two, I wanted to just be I just wanted to mm-hmm. be on the highway out of the movie theater. That's yep. that was Venom two. Venom three, I don't know. I might just walk out. I mean, yeah. this is a a trend. I feel like this is a trend where I feel like each Venom movie is progressively worse. Yeah, hmm. yeah, wow, progressively worse because, like, I don't know. I know people find this Sony Venom entertaining, but it's just hard for me to be entertained by somebody that fought like a really weak villain. Mm. That died very easily, like just like like I'm You're not talking gonna, about carnage. Yeah, just just weak. He yeah. was just weak, and and I don't know. I just I I don't I don't know. I don't think he's gonna do anything big in No Way Home. To be honest, like mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be there. He's gonna have a little part where he's gonna try to kill Spider Man, and then like you know. M- Somehow, some way, they're gonna work together because Eddie Brock is inside Venom and is gonna convince the the symbiote to to work with Spider Man, right? Because he probably wants to get back to his dimension. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to hang around in this. So I'm not worried about No Way Home. I think that's fine. It's just having to think about another mm-hmm. Venom movie, a Venom solo to, movie. To, to know that that is in the future. Yeah, yep. I just don't want to think about it right now. We thought that the second Venom, we're, we're done. We got Carnage. Well, they threw him away. I don't, think I, I don't think I thought it was done. I just thought, well, since this movie was recently released, yeah. I don't have to think about this mm. sequel for another year. Yeah. Just another 12 months just kind of just relax my mind and now i have to think about something that i don't want to think about yeah that's that's the frustrating part man it's just because who's the villain like who is well thank you well yeah so there's in other sources um i don't have these sources and so bear with me the only source i really have is ign and then some instagram stuff but some are speculating that spider-man is going to be in the third venom movie Mm -hmm. others are speculating it's going to be Toxin, who's going to be mm. the villain in that movie. Oh. And so but Toxin's not even a villain. But is it? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not super up to date with comic stuff. But isn't he going to be Toxin? Like, how does he? Doesn't he eventually become Toxin? How does that? No, happen? the co- the cop is Toxin. Are you talking about Eddie Brock? Yes. Yeah. Eddie no. Brock becomes, becomes um, to- anti Venom. He becomes anti Venom, but he doesn't Toxin, become Toxin. Remember the end of Venom two. You had the cop, and as he yeah, walked she fought away, the black lady, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember and that. And then his eyes glowed just right. like just like Eddie's. Yeah, did. he's toxin. Right. We. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought I yeah. read that he eventually. Mm. So Eddie becomes anti Venom. He loses. Oh. He gives up the symbiote because the symbiote is too. So you were half right. Yeah. Eddie okay, does okay. change. Yeah, but it's just yeah. I got it mixed yeah. up. You right. You right. Because what happens? Well, mm. long story short, because mm-hmm. we don't got time to get into the details, but yeah. Basically, the symbiote believes Eddie is just too soft mm-hmm. and leaves Eddie. That's the simple version. Obviously, it's more com- complex than that. Sure. And he hops into Scorpion, who's played by um, Michael Mando, and he was in Homecoming. 
Mm-hmm. The 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 Spider-Man I was trying. I don't know what race he is. The racially ambiguous dude, gangster. Yep. That was talking to Tombs. Like that dude is Scorpion, and he gets the symbiote because he's a more angry and more like aggressive individual, and the symbiote likes that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I guess the symbiote leaves behind some kind of remnant yep. or spawn, mm-hmm. yeah. and then that becomes anti venom, and that venom is a little bit more uh, cooperative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, and then eventually the symbiote realizes he was wrong, and because Matt Gargan is a bad guy, yeah, and jumps onto Flash Thompson, and so now Flash Thompson is like mm-hmm. Venom. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Brock is like anti Venom. Can you imagine the MCU Flash Thompson becoming Venom? No, nah, they would have to recast that. Oh they, yeah, they no, they can't. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that'd be so like. Nah, he just be so like scrawny. Yeah, he would like, just be so weak, like. Yeah. Yeah. And fruity and stuff <laughs> yeah, and fruity, like that. Yeah. Oh, you got yeah. Like, you might need to corny. You like. just need to cast someone that's slightly older, a better actor, more buff. Yeah, yeah. And just kind of play it off like, hey, I I left my my rich parents to you know find myself, and I, you know I gained some weight and I'm more mature. Boom. Just recast him with yeah. someone a little bit yeah. older. I mean, I guess, yeah. Well, that I mean, I guess it's good that you're talking about that because I was trying to figure. I'm like, who are they gonna? have as a villain like who can who can be better than carnage and i'm just like spider carnage is that what y'all gonna do because who else but then maybe i didn't think about toxin so i guess maybe they could use craven a sony version of him Mm. there should be a sony version of any of these guys but continue but i mean sony is just a a necessary evil basically so craven would want to hunt venom if Mm. he saw him on the news so that could potentially be, you know, a, a possible villain. Or another villain could be, there's this organization in Venom Comics that uses sonic um, armor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're called the Justice Syndicate or whatever. Because mm-hmm. apparently um, the symbiote, like, um, accidentally killed, like, a guard or something while pursuing another villain or pursuing a Carnage. Yeah. This is in the comics. Mm-hmm. So that guard's father, who was like this rich guy with who knows all these people in the military, he like built all these armors that have sonic weapons to try to kill Venom in, mm-hmm. in revenge. But right. I read those comics. They're not particularly interesting. Sure. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I don't want Sony to do is is do Craven. Like, can we not? Like, they already have Morbius and they already yeah. messed mm-hmm. up Venom and every character that was in Venom. Yep. <laughs> Can we not do Craven? Can we leave Craven to the MCU? Just partner with the with Marvel <laughs> Studios and, and and Disney. Can we partner with them to do Craven? Because you might put like some like colorful stuff on it, but at least they're going to handle the characters a little better than mm-hmm. what Sony's been doing. I'm not looking forward to this. When I saw this news, I'm like, this is ridiculous. We just got the second Venom. No Way Home's not even out. Why do we think that this news is coming out now before No Way Home? Because Venom's going to do something in No Way Home. Yeah. Something that's yeah. going to draw yeah. attention, which makes sense why Elise would be worried about No Way Home. Because mm-hmm. yes. it could disrupt the the story about Spider-Man that No Way Home is trying to tell. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, But my whole thing is, what I don't understand is like, because these new Spider-Man movies, like, I mean, they're doing a good job so far. Like, they... Mm-hmm. You know, we we didn't we didn't really well. 
I feel like we didn't really get good Spider-Man stuff since like some of the Sam Raimi ones, you know, yeah. one and two. And then they tried an amazing Spider-Man. That was a dumpster fire. Yep. And then yeah. like, you know, so this is so this is good, right? But then so all right, and then this is a Sony product. So on the other hand, why is Venom so bad? Yeah. Like how do you have like these good you got two good Spider-Man movies now that you rebooted. But your Venom movie, they're just but, so but, but, bad. Because the MCU is is oh, working with so. Sony mm-hmm. on the Spider-Man stuff, the Tom Holland Spider-Man. They're working together. Mm-hmm. I guess. Whereas Venom, the MCU has, Kevin Feige has nothing to do with Venom yep. at all. Yep. So that's, that's the answer. I think Kevin's only concern is a light connection. That's his yes. only concern. Yeah. But what they do creatively, that's all on them. Yeah. Because well, yeah. I'm willing to bet that um, Kevin Feige gave the thumbs up for Michael Keaton to be in Morbius. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think I think at this point Kevin Feige is just focused on kind of completing Peter's arc because I think this movie is going to force Peter to like mature and make some serious decisions. Right. And. That's gonna set him up to be have a more active role mm. in a in a in a Avengers film or Avengers project. You know, right. he's not gonna be the tag along kid. He's gonna mm. have a bigger role. I think that's Kevin Feige's focus. He's focused on this character. I don't think he's interested in Spider Man world building. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what right. Sony's trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also think that um think christmas feige is not trying to touch anything remotely dark <laughs> christmas feige <laughs> oh yeah because venom is a dark character yeah. in, the, in the cartoon slash it's comics a, i think it's a bra- yeah. i think partially it's a branding thing because mm-hmm. venom yeah. toys is not selling like they're that. not no nope, they're Morbius not toys are not going. they're not gonna sell you're right so i think you're he's trying to right. be you know with all spider-man's <laughs> costumes and everything yeah it's all toys yeah, yeah. christmas yep. feige that's speaking of christmas feige i have another piece of news that's slightly related <laughs> To Christmas, and it shouldn't be. So I have a Hawkeye news. Okay. Um, as Elise mentioned earlier, uh, there's a character named Echo in, in the Hawkeye TV series that we've been reviewing. I have some news that is lightly related to both Hawkeye and Echo. And it's just one quote. It's just one quote from TVLine.com. It's basically, in TVLine.com, they have this, this insider scoop section where the, the, the person who runs the website and different uh, authors, they... They kind of just give a scoop on what's been happening in TV shows lately. Okay. So like NCIS, uh, The Flash, like whatever's happening, they just kind of give an update, spoilers, whatever, right? One of the questions was asked to Greg, or not to Greg, but by Greg, um, anything on Hawkeye. And TVLine.com says only that, and this is the only thing that they heard, was that episode five, I hear, should blow up Twitter a bit. That's it. <laughs> All I got. Any thoughts on what that could uh, mean? Oh man, I've heard this before. You've heard this before? I yeah. know it sounds familiar, doesn't Ra- it? Ralph Boner. Yep. Uh we got uh Sharon Carter is the power broker. Mm. We got uh Loki is in love with Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Um and we got Black Widow is a, gonna be uh, there's a what if Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I mean, these every time I hear this quote. These are the results. When you what say, I just listed. When you say, Rinaldi, when you say what if Black Widow, you're talking about from the what if series, or are you talking about a what if Black Widow that might show up? No, the what if series, okay. because that also had like, oh, we got some su- surprises. All right. 
and we got Captain Carter and What If Black Widow. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And apparently they're they're gonna do a live action movie of of What If Black Widow hanging out with 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 Captain Carter and her her dumb old soul gonna be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that, that was the big surprise okay. with that show. So I'm just skeptical about this Hawkeye yeah. surprise. I okay. mean, I'm too scared to say, well, Kingpin. I'm just, I'm too yeah. scared. Uh-huh. I'm just, I'm scared, guys. I'm a coward. Yeah. Because I know he was in or referenced in Hawkeye comics. Mm-hmm. And I know Hawkeye was, you know, in New York City during the, the Thanos snap. Yep. So, and, and we had, you know. So there's been some Easter eggs. So I I I can see why maybe you two guys would say, oh, this could be reference to Kingpin. Mm-hmm. I can't go there. Okay. How about you, Elise? Would you go there? What do you, what do you think? I could potentially go there. I do feel you, Rinaldi, the promises mm-hmm. that they made. I mean, Christmas Feige promised us that this was going to be like really like dark too, right? We, it's going to yeah. go into to Yeah, about Ronin. Ronin. So, yeah, You know what I mean? And... We have uh, Christmas soundtracks yeah. as background. We have so... like fuzzy flashbacks of Ronan. That's all we've yeah, got. Nothing you know, in it, HD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, so. <laughs> Kevin's but... like, let's make the windows a little foggy with mist so kids don't see too much blood on a, on a Ronan sword. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so, but you know what? There is a potential um, just because um, I don't know if we're going to wait till we do our Hawkeye ones, but I'll just mention it. If it's not, if it doesn't fit, you can cut it out. But I don't know because I I might believe because I heard a chuckle in episode three Mm -hmm. and that flashback, somebody stroking Maya's cheek and it was a chuckle. And I was like, that sounds like Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's what what I meant by Easter egg. Mm -hmm. There are Easter eggs. Yeah. So he might, or it could be just a letdown, a missed opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but all I know is that if I don't see him or Daredevil or one of them, there's no blowing up anything for me. Yeah, yeah. If Charlie <laughs> Cox showed up, because mm-hmm. um, there, this seems to be the events of Hawkeye seem to be uh, monitored by the police. Yeah. And, you know, every time there's police, there's always a lawyer or a cockroach. But that's like a lawyer joke. Yeah. It's yep. <laughs> always yep. a cockroach, uh, you know, crawling out of a dumpster. But, yeah, so because of the the, the this case being, um like, this kind of being like a legal case, mm-hmm. I could see Matt Murdock showing up and getting involved. But And that would blow up Twitter. But It would. I, mm-hmm. I just, I'm just skeptical. Yeah. yeah, because people are already like kind of jumping off the walls based off the fact that Kevin Feige is confirming that like Daredevil will be there and it's going to be Charlie Cox. So like mm-hmm. so people's already like hyped up off that are, yeah. news right yeah. now. So you're saying they're bouncing off the walls. <laughs> oh my I didn't God. plan that. Oh, no. No, you didn't. But that's the first thing I thought of, too, Goodness. when you said bouncing off the I walls. I wish I could say I could do this all Dang. <laughs> there we go. With yeah. um believing um in these like little yeah. surprises. So here's what I'm gonna say this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I I hate to interject and assume what I think this could possibly be, right? Mm-hmm. If I were to assume my my safe bet would be Kingpin, right? Yeah. It, it, it's an episode five surprise. It's one episode away from the final episode of Hawkeye, right? So that's that's the only thing I can think of that makes sense for this show. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm with you, Rinaldi. Uh, time and time again, anytime there's an announcement of a surprise, like I remember in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, not just the power broker, but, oh my gosh, what's her name? From Seinfeld. The, oh, the, oh, yeah, Valentina. The, the, Valentina. The episode, before the episode released, it was announced that people will be shocked. Mm-hmm. People yeah. will be surprised. And lo and behold, it's her. Now, it was a pleasant surprise, but we weren't blowing up social media over it. No. You no, know? It was, I mean, I, I did look up Valentina. She is an interesting character. Right. But it wasn't like a surprise, like, you know, like you just said. It wasn't right. like that. No. It's, it's, it's not. And so I feel like if we're, if we're going with this line of thinking, the common denominator is these are not truly surprises. These are just more things we got to research later on. That's my only thing holding back by say, like from saying that, oh, yeah, this is absolutely Kingpin, that we're going to see him. Because I, I agree with you, Elise. I think in episode three, where she he chuckles and he touches uh, Maya's cheek, like uh, he, that, I think that that was Kingpin. Yeah, That's that sounded like, yeah. a lot like him. Just a chuckle. I have one final thing. It's not really news, but just to add on Kingpin, there has been word about kingpin if he were to show up in hawkeye that they're going to give him like a, a cgi they're going to cgi him a little bit basically give him the big suit that he oh yeah from the cartoon from the cartoon yeah. yeah and actually like give him some bulk so i don't know how i feel about that when i read it so i'm just like let's wait and see mm. i'm just like they I don't know. Vincent Mafia was just fine. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. However, he was pretty good, right? I think however he started, just put him in there, just like that. Yeah. If you didn't big suit him, don't big suit him now. Right. Right. It's just gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. But you see, this yeah. is what I'm talking about. Well, Christmas Feige trying to make things all <laughs> comical and whatever. That's what, yeah. Like, like the, stop it's, that. He's not a a person. He's kind of this like. He's he's kind of quirky, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And it seems like yeah, Christmas Feige. He wants. He wants to put quirkiness in here, and it, it right. That's probably why he's not happy that there's a Hawkeye TV series because Hawkeye's not—he's not about that life. Because what I really wanted from Jump though is to see to see my man's kingpin rocking that white suit with the with the yes. purple scarf. That's yep. the only acceptable. Yep. <laughs> I will only accept it yeah. this way if yep. you're gonna like. Yeah, I mean, Feige might do that. I know the Netflix people didn't want to do that, but, right. but Feige probably would have. He probably would. Yeah, I'll I know accept he would. that. That's as far as I go, yeah. but don't but make no, him but, super bulky. But it has to be practical, right? It can't yeah. just be like CGI. Yeah. Scarf. No, that's gonna, yeah. No. <laughs> I, just, I just want CGI them to the do scarf. it well. CGI the scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got that. I got <laughs> um, I, I will say that Vincent D'Onofrio does have a history of, of, of not looking like himself, and he does a good job. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at Men in Black, like. Yeah. He okay, yeah. he knows how to act through, uh, you know, I don't know, makeup or, yeah. you know, he knows how to act through it. So, you know, I think regardless, he's going to do a good job if he's in it. But, you know, I, I'm just like, let's wait and see. Yeah, it's a wait and see. Yeah. And so if you guys want to uh, listen more on our episode three and four of Hawkeye, um, listen to our next episode. We release uh, TV episodes every Wednesday and everything else on Friday, whether it be uh, comic book movie news or movie reviews and everything else in between. Um, thank you for sticking around. More movie news coming your way. See you later. 
Well, that's our discussion. Uh, let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode, or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is is the Marvelous Friends Podcast. But it has to be practical, right? It can't just be like CGI yeah, scarf. Yeah.